Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Science from Wired. Brought to you by Quantic School of Business and Technology. Innovation doesn't happen in pre-recorded lectures. Quantic's Executive MBA uses interactive micro-lessons and personalized feedback every eight seconds. Paired with a global network of high-achieving professionals, it's the modern MBA you've been waiting for. Visit quantic.edu wired for more. The secret ingredient that powers supernovas. Three-dimensional computer simulations have solved the problem of why doomed stars explode at all. By Thomas Luton. In 1987, this giant star exploded right next to our very own Milky Way galaxy, and it was the brightest and closest supernova since the invention of the telescope four centuries earlier. Just about every observatory turned to take a look. And perhaps most excitingly, specialized observatories that are buried deep underground actually captured these little shy subatomic particles called neutrinos streaming out of the blast. Okay, so... Well, these particles were first proposed to be the driving force behind supernovas in 1966, which made their detection a source of comfort to theorists who had been trying to understand the inner workings of the explosions. But over the decades, astrophysicists were constantly running up against what looked like a fatal flaw in their neutrino-powered models. Neutrinos are famously aloof particles, and people were still asking exactly how these little buggers transfer their energy to the star's ordinary matter under the extreme conditions of, you know, a collapsing star. Because whenever theorists tried to model these intricate particle motions and interactions in computer simulations, the supernova's shockwave would stall and fall back on itself. And according to Sean Couch, the failures entrench the idea that our leading theory of how supernovas explode maybe doesn't work. Sean's a computational astrophysicist at Michigan State University. Now, of course, the specifics of what goes on deep inside a supernova as it explodes have always been a mystery. It's a cauldron of extremes, a turbulent soup of transmuting matter where particles and forces that are often ignored in our everyday world, they become critical. Compounding the problem even more, the explosive interior is mostly hidden from view, shrouded by clouds of hot gas. And understanding the details of supernovas has been a central unsolved problem in astrophysics. 
according to Adam Burroughs. Adam is an astrophysicist at Princeton University, and he's studied supernovas for more than 35 years. But now, in recent years, theorists have been able to home in on the surprisingly complex mechanisms that make supernovas tick. Adam Burroughs wrote in Nature this month that simulations that explode have become the norm, not really the exception. And a rival research group's computer codes are now agreeing with how supernova shockwaves evolve, while simulations have advanced so far that even the effects of Einstein's notoriously intricate general relativity are being included. The role of neutrinos is finally becoming understood. And Sean Couch says it's a watershed moment. What they're finding is that without turbulence, collapsing stars may never form supernovas at all. A chaotic dance. For a lot of a star's life, the inward pull of gravity is delicately balanced by the outward push of radiation from nuclear reactions inside the star's core. As the star runs out of fuel, gravity takes hold, and the core collapses in on itself, plummeting at 150,000 kilometers per hour, causing temperatures to surge to 100 billion degrees Celsius and fusing the core into a solid ball of neutrons. Now, the outer layers of this star... They continue to fall inward, but as they hit this incompressible neutron core, they bounce off, and that creates a shockwave. But in order for the shockwave to become an explosion, it has to be driven outward with enough energy to escape the pull of the star's gravity. The shockwave has to fight against the inward spiral of the star's outermost layers, which are still falling onto the core. Up until recently, the forces that power the shockwave were only understood in the blurriest of terms. For decades, computers were only powerful enough to run simplified models of the collapsing core. And stars were treated like they were these perfect spheres, and the shockwave emanated from the center the same way in every direction. But as the shockwave moves outward in these one-dimensional models, it slows and then falters. But... Now with the growth of supercomputers, it's only been in the last few years that theorists have had enough computing power to model massive stars with the complexity needed to achieve these explosions. The best models now integrate details such as micro-level interactions between neutrinos and matter, the disordered motions of fluids, and recent advances in many different fields of physics, from nuclear physics to stellar evolution. Also, theorists can now run many simulations each year, and that lets them freely tweak the models and try out different starting conditions. One turning point came in 2015, when Couch and his collaborators ran a three-dimensional computer model of the final minutes of a massive star's collapse. Even though the simulation only mapped out 160 seconds of the star's life, it really illuminated the role of an underappreciated player that helps stalled shockwaves turn into fully-fledged explosions. Hidden, deep inside the belly of the beast, particles twist and turn, chaotically. Sean says it's like boiling water on your stove. There are massive overturns of fluid inside the star, going at thousands of kilometers per second. This turbulence creates extra pressure behind the shockwave, pushing it further from the star's center. And out away from the center, the inward pull of gravity is weaker, and there's less inward falling matter to temper the shockwave. This turbulent matter, just bouncing around behind the shockwave, also has more time to absorb neutrinos. And energy from those neutrinos heats the matter and drives the shockwave into an explosion. 
For years, researchers didn't realize the importance of turbulence because it only reveals its full impact in simulations that are run in three dimensions. Adam Burroughs says, What nature does effortlessly, it has taken us decades to achieve, as we went up from one dimension to two and three dimensions. These simulations have also revealed that turbulence results in an asymmetric explosion. The star looks a bit like an hourglass. As the explosion pushes outward in one direction, matter keeps falling onto the core in another direction, and that fuels the star's explosion even more. So these new simulations are giving researchers a better understanding of exactly how supernovas have shaped the universe we see today. Adam says we can get the correct explosion energy range, and we can get the neutron star masses that we see left behind. Supernovas are largely responsible for creating the universe's budget of hefty elements like oxygen and iron, and theorists are starting to use simulations to predict exactly how much of these heavy elements should be around. Teguldor Sukbold is a theoretical and computational astrophysicist at Ohio State University, and he says we're now starting to tackle problems that were unimaginable in the past. So the next blast... Despite the exponential rise in computing power, a supernova simulation is much more rare than an explosion in the sky. Edo Berger is an astronomer at Harvard University, and he says 20 years ago, there were around 100 supernovae being discovered every year. Now we're discovering 10,000 to 20,000 every year. And this is thanks to new telescopes that quickly and repeatedly scan the night sky. So just to give you a bit of contrast here, Every year, theorists carry out about 30 computer simulations, and a single simulation that recreates just a few minutes of core collapse can take several months. Sean Couch says, you check in every day, and it's only gone a millisecond. It's like watching molasses in the wintertime. But the broad accuracy of these new simulations has astrophysicists pretty excited for the next nearby blast. Irene Tambora says... While we're waiting for the next supernova in our galaxy, we have a lot of work to do. We need to improve the theoretical modeling to understand what features we could detect. You cannot miss the opportunity because it's such a rare event. Irene is a theoretical astrophysicist at the University of Copenhagen. Most supernovas are just too far away from Earth for observatories to detect their neutrinos. Supernovas in the immediate vicinity of the Milky Way, like Supernova 1987A, only occur on average about once every half century. But if one does occur, Edo says astronomers will be able to peer directly into the center of the explosion by observing its gravitational waves. He says different groups have emphasized different processes as being important in the actual explosion of the star, and those different processes have different gravitational wave and neutrino signatures. Now, theorists have mostly reached a consensus on the most important factors driving supernovas, but challenges do still exist. In particular, the outcome of the explosion is very strongly dictated by the structure of a star's core before it collapses, according to Teguldor Sukbold. Small differences are magnified into a variety of outcomes by the chaotic collapse, and so the evolution of a star before it collapses must also be accurately modeled. And other questions include things like the role of intense magnetic fields in a rotating star's core. Adam says it's very possible that you could have a hybrid mechanism of magnetic fields and neutrinos. See, the way neutrinos change from one type, 
or flavor, into another, and how this affects the explosion, that's also unclear. Irene says there are a lot of ingredients that still need to be added to our simulations. If a supernova were to explode tomorrow, and it matches our theoretical predictions, then it means that all the ingredients that we are currently missing can safely be neglected. But if this is not the case, then we need to understand why. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.